0: Safe as Houses, podcast number 45. Today's podcast will be the last, even though this is not the end of the story. But I'm finding that doing the podcast is getting in the way of writing the story, and I haven't heard from anybody asking me to continue. If you are enjoying this podcast and would like to hear more of it, please go to www.fictionandmore.com and Use the contact page or leave a comment on this week's story, letting me know you'd like me to continue. Anyway, today, Safe as Houses, Volume 3, Chapter 14, T-Shirts. Are you assholes crazy? Malcolm ranted at the strangers in his plaza. I don't want another Constantinople here. Go home. Leave me in peace, for Christ's sake. The tall black woman stepped forward now. I'm Sister Amanda Malroe, Mr. MacDonald, of the community of St. Francis. Please listen to these young men, especially to Jeremy here. She wore a navy turtleneck and nice jeans, and her eyes held an inner peace and sureness that made Malcolm wonder for an instant if there might be a god after all. He shook her hand and said, Please pardon my language, sister. She was making a gesture of dismissal as if to say, my faith can withstand a little profanity. When the teenager with the haunted eyes broke in, we're not here to kill a few more vampires, sir. That's not going to fix anything. We're here to kick them off the earth. He turned red at the importance of what he'd just said. Malcolm rounded on the young man. What are you talking about? "'My friends and I, we were going to be, you know, vampire hunters, sir, "'but then I kind of found these T-shirts?' "'Malcolm rolled his eyes, and Jeremy cringed, "'but Sister Amanda said quietly, "'Please hear him out, Mr. MacDonald.' "'Ah, that's just Donald,' he said. "'She seemed protective of Jeremy, "'almost as if she wanted to wrap him in a cloak of love and forgiveness.' Malcolm turned to Jeremy now and said, All right, sorry, young man. Oh, and by the way, sister, please call me Malcolm. Anyway, young man, you were saying. Well, so there's this couple back east. They've got a a whole website of these T-shirts and stuff in like every language you can imagine. They've even got some in Eskimo. Thick ones, sweatshirts. He saw Malcolm's patience wearing thin and sped up. Well, uh, they're all about how the whole earth is a home and, you know, the vampires should have to leave because, you know, they can't be in a home. But, but it's not a joke, don't you see? So I, like, joined their online community and I, like, well, they don't think it's a joke either. We're growing every day. His voice shook with emotion as he finished. We're going to get those monsters off the earth. We just have to get enough people to believe it. The nun finished. We're here to spend the night in your home, if you'll have us, Mr. Donald, Malcolm, as a way of raising public awareness of what must happen. All of these young men are over eighteen, except for Jeremy, and I have signed permission from his parents. She looked sad as she said that, as if she'd expected them to be more sensible and to say no. Will you allow us to stay, and, assuming all goes well, to speak at your press conference in the morning? I just wanted someone to stay over and schmooze, Malcolm thought sourly. This kind of responsibility I don't need again so soon. But, he said, I don't think you've given me a choice, really. The sun'll be down before you can get to anywhere now. I am afraid we were somewhat counting on that, Malcolm. She smiled at him, and he saw their pile of sleeping bags and camping gear beside his tent. All right come on in welcome to my home he turned and shouted into the growing dark just them damn it lavinia talked as she drove you know kid i heard a lot of people in my time there's things i said to some exes i'd give a thousand bucks to take back Shit, there's things I did as a kid, huh? There was this one dorky kid, Solly Schwadelman. He'd be fully justified to kick my ass if he could find me. I terrorized that poor schmuck. Sally knew the point Lavinia was building to and resented being lectured. Predictably, Lavinia was concluding, But I didn't fuck up their whole lives. Who they are now? Oh, maybe I had a small piece in who they are now. Sally felt dread in her stomach. Lavinia didn't really understand what she'd done, hadn't really heard her. Her parents had never found out what she did to Carrie. They'd kicked her out when they'd simply caught her kissing a girl. But she'd had sex with her sister, when Carrie was a minor, when they were both minors, but she, Sally, was old enough to be considered a perpetrator. She'd crossed a line there, and the horrified moment of disgusted revelation must still be coming to Lavinia. Still following the GPS, they passed the turn-off to Twin Peaks marked local traffic only. Twin Peaks closed one hour before sunset. The sun was out of sight, but not quite down when Lavinia turned the old camper onto Diamond Heights Boulevard and then left onto Duncan Street. The GPS guided them right and then left again to the top of a hill which plummeted steeper than a roller coaster. Shit, Lavinia parked. These fucking hills. House must be halfway down. We're out of time, babe, all your Michigas. They'll be out before we find it. This was it, then. They would have to do it here. Lavinia took Sally's cold hand. You okay, babe? Twenty or so seconds, that's all. I feel it. Sally nodded, eyes still full of pain. Looking her right in the eyes, Lavinia said Hear me, Tiger. Your love saved me no two ways about it, and nothing you maybe did to your sister changes how good you are. Jesus Christ, you risked your life for her. That's how we met. I see your goodness. So QUIT INSULTING MY INTELLIGENCE AND GOOD TASTE, HUH?" AS SALLY GAVE THE SURPRISED LAUGH LAVINIA INTENDED, THE VAMPIRES CAME OUT. LIKE WHITE NOISE, LIKE TV SNOW, THEY BLOCKED THE BACKDROP OF QUAINT VICTORIAN HOUSES. LIKE A COLD DELIRIUM, THEY TOOK OVER THE SAME STREETS OF THE RESIDENTIAL NEIGHBORHOOD. A SHROUD OF ICE MIST, A CONFUSION, A HUNGER hatred this was the physical manifestation of the nightmare from which sally had rescued lavinia today Their faces were all blank evil Soulless white They dressed in graveyard clothes burial suits. There was no telling any of them apart slavering mouths pressed against the glass of the windows sinister hands tried the driver's door Ancient tongues hissed in icy delight as they found they were not blocked from pushing the tongue of the door-latch, so it clunked, from starting to pull the door open. The two women sprang out of the opening driver's door, Lavinia first, and Sally scrambling after. What were we thinking? This is crazy, Sally thought, desperately holding on to the feeling of home with Lavinia. But a part of her was still thinking, I betrayed my trust. Carrie Anne needed me, and I betrayed her. I don't deserve this. If she could have put her feelings into words so clear, she might have denied them. But this bitter frost was laid deep. Lavinia was speaking the words that they'd planned. Wherever my beloved and I are together is our home. But all Sally could think was, I was wrong. The beautiful moment they had planned was falling into buzzing, hissing pieces. What had she been thinking? She'd thought declaring a home together would protect them. But didn't she already know that any home she shared with Lavinia, even a metaphorical home, was one which vampires could enter too? She could never have a home with her. The crowd surging around them like an ice floe was not grabbing yet, but pressed close on every side. Lavinia waited for her to speak the words too, looking troubled that Sally was silent. In Sally's head came the inevitable moment when Lavinia fully understood what she'd done and roared, as her father had done, leave the house and never come back. A marble face with red eyes swam into her field of vision, the jaws opened to reveal glistening teeth. This story is copyright 2014 by Michael Litsky. As always, you'll find the print version of the story, information about the music, and more on my website, www.fictionandmore.com This will be the last podcast, unless, as I said, I hear from people asking me to continue. hope you've enjoyed it if you were listening, and thank you very much.